0: Good morning, Loveland. I'm Mike Meldon, and this is your Loveland Weekly Podcast. Today, we are going to discuss Loveland's local government, specifically the committees, and take a look at the initiatives of two committees in particular. I had the opportunity to be the chairman of the Tree and Environment Committee, and I was the clerk on the Parks and Rec Board. I can tell you firsthand that we got a lot accomplished. Um, I learned a lot. I met many, many great people while I served. I recommend looking into a committee that fits you best and applying. So today we will talk to Lisa Freeman. She and I will discuss Loveland's committees and we will dive into some specifics. Today is Monday, May 15th, 2023.
1: So today uh I'm lucky enough to meet with my friend, Lisa Freeman. And she happens to be the chair of the Recreation Commission here in Loveland. And she's also on the Train Environment Committee. And she just won uh, the city's volunteer award called the Lewis Rockwood Award, a volunteer award. So uh, well, well, well deserving. Uh, If anybody knows Lisa, she's got tons of energy and is a great leader. I got to work with her a little bit. So we're going to talk to her about today about the committees that the city offers how you can get involved, and also about uh, the two different committees that she's on. Lisa, thanks for coming. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Awesome. So why don't you tell me a little bit about, for people, before we get into how you join the committees, I think Loveland is interesting because not a lot of cities have this setup. Could you explain the setup a little bit for people, like the committees with city council, with the mayor?
2: Sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, towns like ours, it it would be hard for uh, city staff to to do everything that happens in the city without the help of volunteer committees. Um, and Loveland has quite a few. You can serve on finance committee, law and ordinance, um, planning and zoning, the recreation board, the tree and environment committee. Uh, there's one on for veterans. There's beautification committee. So there's lots of ways that you could be involved. And it just depends on your areas of expertise or your areas of interest. And I got involved in the and I hadn't used it um, in quite a while. And I saw that there was a recreation board and I applied and um, I was appointed. Um, so this is my second term on that committee. And I've been chair of this committee now for the last two years. Yeah.
1: And, and then you just joined the tree and environment. What was it? uh about almost a year ago now though right
2: i think it's more like six months, six months i again. think it was in the fall maybe of last year train environment committee is probably one of the most fun committees in the city it's probably also one of the biggest energy on that committee there's a lot of initiatives uh, a lot of direction a lot of direction people are trying to go um and uh it's just great people on that committee great people on the recreation board too um and it's pretty easy to get on a committee. Um, in fact, I, I checked it out today. If you go to the city's website, uh, loveloneohio.gov, you can go to the how do I button and scroll down and follow the prompts to volunteer. And you, know, you could just volunteer for a particular event. Um, so there's lots of ways to get involved for people who are interested.
1: I don't know. I, maybe I'll just naive. Um, I didn't get into city politics until almost not even 10 years ago, and, and even though I taught government in high school, you know about local level level governments, and I really just thought they were all the same and took it for granted that we had these committees, but I work in, in a school district in a township that doesn't have them. And uh, I thought it was really interesting when, when people were coming up to me because they saw when I was chair of the tree and environment committee and, and could see what I was doing in my own hometown. They're like, hey, how do I do that here where I live? And I said, oh, just join your local committee <laughs> to find out <laughs> that there's literally three guys, like you said, that make all the decisions for these townships. And when we have Loveland we have all these different committees and all these different people putting inputs forward, you can really see a difference, I think, in how a CD I thought,
2: Mike. I I said that's really interesting. I didn't really give that any thought that um, other small mun- municipalities wouldn't have committees that, you know, volunteer and help get things done. Exactly. That's a shame. It it is. And I,
1: again, there's so many reasons why why I do this podcast is because I really believe that we're so lucky to live in this great town. That is one of them. And it's one of them that a lot of people, I know I didn't know about it until I was recommended to join a committee. Hey, you like city politics, join a committee. Okay. What's that? And so that's why I came up with this idea, meeting with you and talking to you, because I think there may be other people out there like me, just a few short years ago that didn't know, hey, you have an expertise or just an interest, like you said, an interest in something? You can play a major role. And I would like you just to speak on this, too. I was amazed at how open our city is. It's not just you're not just there playing a role and um, not getting anything done. The city listens to us. Do you agree?
2: They absolutely do and uh, really value the input that the committee gives them. And they should because uh, the committees are where... The research happens. The committee is, are where you're out talking to people and and trying to get information to pass along to your city council. So if you come to council as a committee with recommendations or ideas or thoughts, they know you're not just up. They know you've put time and energy into this and they they value it.
1: And it also, too, what I've noticed is it brings a new energy there, too. Not saying the council doesn't have a lot of energy. They do. They do what they're supposed to do. Like we said before, you cannot think of all these different things. And so you have this little energy bundle focused in each committee to really put forward initiatives. Um, like you that said, with the a- Tree and Environment Committee, it's so much going on.
2: <laughs> that is so true. Um, in fact, on Arbor Day, the Tree and Environment Committee had two major initiatives. We did a the city's first ever uh, citywide tree scavenger hunt. Um, we had people all over in all of our parks uh, finding trees that we had marked. And uh, one of our committee members had written up a little blurb about each tree that told why it's significant and an important part of the biodiversity. And then we had a little party in the park afterward. Um, and then we gave away 1,500 trees last month. And as a committee, we organized we organized the selecting of the tree seeds and um, and buying the dirt and instructions on how to plant the tree and coordinated all of that through the um, Loveland Elementary and Primary Schools. Every kid in Loveland Elementary and Primary School got a tree to take home and plant. Um, there's no way city council could do that. No. <laughs> or city staff, they just don't have the time. So yeah, so serving on a committee is a, it's a big deal and it's really fun.
1: You meet a lot of, uh, it makes the city more close-knit. I, I've, I've met so many people that I probably would have never met uh being exactly. on both of those committees uh, so i agree could you tell me and you kind of mentioned some awesome things that you guys have done with the tree environment committee can you tell me some initiatives that you guys are working on now that they're coming up in the future
2: absolutely um one of the ongoing is to remove invasive species from all of our parks and nature preserves this is a huge undertaking it's not going to happen you know anytime soon it's an it's an ongoing um problem. And so this year we have uh, budgeted to work in Phillips Park and um, second uh, would be the East Loveland Nature Preserve. And we chose Phillips Park because we have a wonderful volunteer there who is blazing a trail. Uh, a one mile loop trail, the the woods that is there uh, across the street from the high school. And um, the cross country group is really looking forward to being able to use that trail. We have um, Eagle Scouts who are going to be building bridges that will cross that trail. And I think a men's service group might do some of those bridges as well. And so because we have some momentum there, we decided that's a good place to start with invasive species removal. And we have budgeted and it was approved by council to hire um, a group that will come in and and remove invasives, and we'll have uh, to to come in and help get rid of that. Um, So that's an ongoing initiative. Got um, a litter pickup that happens every spring. Um, And then in the Heights, we're going to be getting some community input on the old Tomahawk Trail, which is the green space designated for the Heights, and um, seeking community input on how they would like to use that space. Um, And so it's it's nice to serve on both of these committees because on rec board, we have approved uh, new playground equipment for both of the tot lots in the Heights. Those have been ordered and are on the way. And our city manager, Dave Kennedy, is working on a grant. In fact, he's uh, submitted the grant to have um, Wi-Fi available at both Mm. of those tot lots. So this Tomahawk Trail, we see it as sort of an extension of the outdoor classroom that is available or will be available at the tot lots.
1: That's great. And I, I agree. I was on both committees at one point, too. And I just think that the perspective you got, because you are looking at things a little bit differently, but the overlap is there and you you have just a, a special perspective of seeing all of everything fitting together that not, a, well, really nobody else has, except for maybe uh, Dave Kennedy, the, the city manager. Um, yes. You mentioned a couple uh, aspects of what you guys were working on with the rec. Uh, on the rec board, a couple of them were the tot lots. I know just reading his notes, his Dave's uh, meeting notes, his weekly notes, he's saying that the McCoy is getting a, a, a new bathroom or, or a fix up on the bathroom. Is Correct. That-
2: um, the city, the city has slated that all of the restrooms and all of the parks need uh, update repair. Um, and so McCoy is getting the attention this year. If you haven't been up there, they've got the new um, poxy stone floors in the bathrooms um they'll also be getting uh, new roofs the fascia replaced uh and i think there's going to be some cameras put there obviously not in the bathroom but outside the bathroom uh that, that will kind of um help us deter vandalism sure. in the bathrooms so mccoy's gotten a lot of attention over the years the um the tennis courts and pickleball courts have been upgraded. Uh, of course, there's ball down there. The basketball courts have had attention. Um, there's a nice little woods through there that will be working on invasive species removal. So McCoy's getting the attention this year, but each year they hope to tackle a different, a different restroom at a different park. And another thing that we're also requesting that the uh, city council approve is an AED at each of our parks. Currently, McCoy has one, Phillips Park has one, and there's one downtown on the bike trail. We'd like to get one at Kiwanis Park back by the dog run. And And
1: then in this time of inflation and and, and everybody's talking budgets, you know, we just passed, thank goodness, the the, the levy. But I do want to point out here too, the fact that most of the things that we get for parks are, are from grants, and I think that uh, a lot of people it, within the city, within within the committees, and they're familiar with city government. We know Dave is this master grant writer, but I don't think most other people do. And I think it's important to know that we aren't just throwing. It, it, don't I don't think park, park throwing money at parks is ever throwing it away, so, but
2: absolutely I want, not. I don't, yeah. I don't know if people are aware of the wizardry one day of Kennedy uh, right. when he, when he submits for grants. But uh, last year the city was a, a of five um, and the uh, new gazebo that's at Nisbet park was paid for by a nature works grant. The city's contribution to that was minimal. And the Claremont County park grant paid for the new walking path from the gazebo over to the playground and Carl Brown Brown way. And um, the Hamilton County board of health gave us a grant for an outdoor dining space at Nisbet park. So, um, Dave and Corey Wright the assistant manager are um, always always seeking grants not something that it's not a it's not a levy it's not going to raise your taxes it's part of the general fund but most of the stuff that happens at the parks department happens because of grants
1: exactly important thing for people to know and understand anything else you want to add about the tree committee the parks or just committees in general
2: if you're a pickleball player, which is the fastest growing sport in the country right now, you can play pickleball at McCoy and Lever, and um, those those courts are lighted. No, and if you haven't been to the dog park at Kiwanis, um, that's uh, that's over an acre back there, and the um, the area has now been marked off for small dogs. So we have a big dog park and a small dog park.
1: Yeah, there's a when you look at the outline of Loveland and how many, I couldn't even tell you how many square miles it is, but it's teeny. The amount of green space and uh, park space we have to offer is remarkable, especially when you compare it to other towns that are two or three times our size.
2: Absolutely, um, we're fortunate that we have had some in, uh, some some forward thinking, and that we have the beautiful conservancy there um, at the back of Phillips Park. In fact, at our at our scavenger hunt last month, I had people tell me I had no idea that Loveland had this many parks. I've lived here for twenty years. Um, or we just moved here and I had no idea we had this many parks. So we had people all over this city because people didn't know.
1: Yep. And that's that's one of the things I think it's really become more it's, it's because of social media, too. And it took a little bit of growth. But one of the committees, especially the two committees you're on, really are, are doing a great job of getting the word out now. Um, and getting the public more involved.
2: And um, we also are uh, partnering with Tigers Inc. and uh, the students at the high school are working on an actual map available at every park and and also online. And you can see what amenities are available at that park, uh, if there's hiking trails and how long they are. So it's great when we get the whole community involved in things like this.
3: Hi, my name is Hank and I'm here with Gang, Brecken, and Caleb. And today we are going to be giving you a weekly update on the Loveland Intermediate School. As the school year is winding down, there are lots of fun things happening at LIS. Last week, the fifth graders went on a field trip to the zoo, where they got to see a bunch of animals. On Friday, sixth graders got to present their country scrapbooks on International Day, where they could bring food in to sample for their country. The sixth grade music performances and art show were last week on Thursday, and everyone was excited and working so hard to show off their art and their instruments and voices. This week, the sixth graders will move me up to seventh grade, so we took a tour of the new middle school. We participated in activities, fairs, and a prep assembly to prepare ourselves for the upcoming year. This week, the sixth graders are taking a field trip to the Red Hall of Fame and a tour of the stadium. This field trip will be taking place on Wednesday and Thursday of this week. That's all we have for today. Look out for next week as we will have our last weekly update.
4: Hello, I am George Jewell and here is the unofficial update of Loveland High School. Something super fun the high school did was after prom. After prom took place after the dance at the high school. It was from 11.30 p.m. to 2.30 a.m. Tickets were sold for $20, and the theme was a luau. There was a ton of food provided, such as the works, La Rosa's, Subway, Dunkin' Donuts, Gigi's Cupcakes, Skips, and more. There were a ton of activities, including inflatables, a giant gaga pit, and a mechanical surfboard, tattoos and a petting zoo, and more. Of course, the tattoos were not permanent, but you know. They also gave out a ton of big prizes, such as gift cards uh, ranging from 250 and $50, AirPods, a MacBook, a PlayStation 5, and more. One of my friends actually won the PlayStation 5. The event was a ton of fun, and definitely a fun way to end prom and the school year.
0: Looking ahead in Loveland. This Wednesday, May 17th, the Loveland Museum Center will have its Lunch and Learn series. This one will be on the Doolittle Raid. Popular storyteller Rick Rosell returns to regale listeners of the historic W-2 air raid on Japan. Also on Wednesday night, Love Our Land will have its class called How to Love Your Land, a Homeowner's Guide to Saving Biodiversity. It'll be held register at www.loveourland.org and I'll actually be teaching that class so hopefully I'll see you there then coming up Loveland has it's Memorial Day Parade and Ceremony show your patriotism and honor those that have sacrificed for our nation's freedoms the parade will start at 9am on Monday, May 29th we have something truly special here in Loveland thank you for listening